Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorva speaking, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message we call the old Trailblazer. Yes, we know that we are old-fashioned. Folks ask me, say, Pastor, why do you call yourself old-fashioned or old-time, old-timey, as we used to say? Well, it's because we preach the old-time gospel. We preach that man, according to God's Word, must be must see himself as a sinner, must become a poor old lost sinner before he'll ever come to Christ. And we're bringing you a series of messages we're coming to the close of in another week or ten days, maybe. Uh, Satan, the God of this world, and we're looking at this particular time at the rise of the Antichrist. We've seen how that the Antichrist will come on the scene, and we've seen that how folks will be given a send a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That's why folks will believe uh, the Antichrist instead of believing the Lord. Yes. And this, for this cause, the scripture says, God shall send them a strong delusion that they might believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but have pleasure in unrighteousness or their apostasy or their hatred for the truth. The religious world, uh, those who have turned away from the truth because they do not love the truth, will not have the truth, is sealed by God in their state of spiritual blindness. They are. He calls this a strong delusion, and in that state they will believe the lie or accept the lie, which is the Antichrist. The religious world is fast being shaped up at this present time for that, co that coming day. It is far greater today than it was uh, years ago when we first began to look at these truths. Spiritual darkness is enveloping the whole religious world because they have no love for the truth. They do not want the truth. They will not have the truth, but will turn on one who preaches the truth. Now let's look at the word delusion. Second Timothy, Second Thessalonians 2.11 says, For this cause, or because of the fact that they did not love the truth or would not have the truth, God shall send them a strong delusion. The word delusion means the act of deceiving or state of being deceived or false belief. Listen, for decades the religious world has been preached simple faith in Jesus faith in Jesus, just come on, trust Jesus, and ignoring the work of the Holy Spirit. Do you see the work of the Holy Spirit in your midst, my friend? Does your pastor pray for the Holy Spirit to come amongst you, to awaken sinners to their lost condition? Would your pastor know what to do with someone if they stood up in the prayer service or in the Bible school or in the 11 o'clock worship hour and said, Pastor, I'm lost. I'm lost. I want to be saved. What would he do? Would he take you back in his office and console you and say, oh, you're just as saved as I am? No, listen, folks, we don't hear old-time Bible repentance. You know what we say when folks that do that here? We have folks stand up, say, Pastor, I'm lost. I tell them, turn to the Lord. Get honest with the Lord. Come on to the Lord. Don't, don't dilly-dally around with your soul. All of this has filled our churches with unregenerate members and has led the opening of the doors of the church to all types and kinds of worldliness and false doctrine, giving Satan sway over lots of our folks. Now, you get this fact. When God raises up an individual here and there and yonder to call people to repentance and to emphasize the work of the Holy Spirit in the heart of a sinner, in convicting and convincing, regenerating, the religious world rises up and says, no, we won't have it. Away with it. Away with such a feller. He, he's, he's a crackpot. He's a, a peckle bird. That's right. His message stirs us up. But let me remind you of something. 
Did you know they said the Apostle Paul's message stirred up the people? That's why they always was on his case. That's right. They say his message embarrasses us. His message is unwholesome. And it is to the unawakened sinner. Listen now, my friend. His message confuses. Did you know the first work of the Holy Spirit when he awakens the sinner is to confuse you? That sinner sees himself confused, thinking he's saved, and now, now his heart's being tugged at by the Holy Spirit. All of this shows that they have turned away from the truth. Second, that they do not love the truth. Third, that they don't want the truth. Therefore, God shall leave them in that state, that state of delusion or deception, because they persistently cling to the false idea and false belief. Now, my friend, there's so much error in the land today. And listen, for God to leave folks in this state, there's only one course open for them, and that is to accept the lie, the Antichrist, and this is why, this is the way the Antichrist will rise to power and be accepted by the religious world. When once that individual rejects the truth, and oh, I pray that none of our folks here, none of you out there in our radio audience, none of you will reject, reject the truth about your own salvation. But when he does, when you do, you base, his, your, you base your salvation then upon simple faith in Jesus. And there's only one course left, and that is to line up with the Antichrist because he is dominated by the spirit of the Antichrist now. Now let me say here, let me say here, any individual, let me, let me drive a peg down here and hold it. You hold it. Any individual who misses Holy Spirit conviction goes to hell without warning. Now, my friend, don't get mad with me. Any individual who misses Holy Spirit conviction goes to hell without warning. And an end of any individual who misses repentance misses regeneration and is doomed and damned for hell. Now, I know there are hundreds of you out there in our radio audience who are up in, their ye up in your years and many have written in here saying, Pastor, we heard that type of preaching years ago, but we don't hear it now. I get letters like that almost every week. Pastor, we heard that type of preaching back when we were young, but we don't hear it now. Uh, oh, Pastor, keep on, keep on preaching. I don't stand alone in this, in this type of preaching. No, there are others left today, one here and one there, and I praise the Lord for them. The old Puritans preached this way. Those whom we have their books in our bookstore here, we have a gracious selection of the old Puritans, Bunyan and Spurgeon and uh, Bonar and Whitfield and the Wesleys and all, those, all of those preachers, my friend, J.C. Ryle and Whitfield, Phil Pott. And uh, many, many, I wish you'd write and get a catalog of our radio Bible and book room. I heard a radio speaker not long ago calling us back to preaching, uh, the preaching of George Whitfield. That's right. That's right. I wish we could have more of it. Listen now, this is the type of preaching that George Whitfield, Charles Wesley did, but the religious world today won't have it. And more than the religious, and any more than the religious world would have it under their preaching. But listen to what Charles Spurgeon said along this line. Brother Spurgeon, one of our great old Puritan preachers, Listen to what he says, quote, There must be a work of the Holy Spirit by which the natural rock of nature shall be turned into the good soil of grace, or else all the sowing in the world will never produce a harvest. These people, he was talking about those who had a missed repentance, 
these people skip over that. And in fact, they do not like to hear it. They like preachers who always preach a simple faith in the work of Jesus, but never mention the work of the Holy Spirit. Lopsided preachers, messengers whose legs are not equal, who deliver half of God's message and no more. And under such teaching, teaching they found peace without soul trouble and comfort without the new birth. As for repentance, the old-fashioned grace, they despised it. Weeping before God on account of sin, terror under a sense of God's wrath, or fear lest the sentence of his law should be executed, executed they never knew. They passed into a land of, of hope without going around the weeping cross. And every day I grow more and more suspicious of a man's religion if he's not gone around by the way of the Holy Spirit. A man who was healed before he was wounded, clothed before he was stripped, filled before he was empty, made alive before he was slain, has good reason to suspect whether sovereign grace has ever laid his hand upon him. These people with a broken heart and gladsome hopes of joyful and joyful confidences, but they all came to an end. They would they, listen as they would as they would do in your case and mine if we are strangers to Holy Spirit conviction, if strangers to con contrition and an unbroken heart is a fatal defect. Unquote. Now, that's what Brother Spurgeon said. My friend, that's exactly what we've been preaching here, and it's so. If your heart is never broken, you're never brought to the place of repentance, taking your place as a lost sinner before God, weeping over your transgressions, crying over your corrupt nature, begging for mercy. You've never been saved. Let me just put it like it is. Let the old trailblazer be honest with you. I know. I know we don't make many friends like this. We don't get many offerings from people when we hear, hear these kind of messages. But listen, my friend, if you've missed Holy Spirit conviction, you're on the road to hell. I know, I know the day the religious world does not like that truth any more than they did back there 100 years ago. And they won't like it tomorrow because the religious world wants that which will exalt the flesh. Flesh. I said to someone the other day, we have the greatest breakout of proud flesh I've ever seen in my life. They want to please the carnal mind. And then streamline you into heaven. But there's no such doctrine, my friend, taught in God's word. You see, human nature has never changed. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The gospel has never changed. The old doctrine of regeneration has never changed. God has never changed because in Malachi he said, I am God and I change not. The Lord Jesus Christ never changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Holy Spirit has not changed because he is eternal. Listen, my friend, salvation has never changed, and the means of salvation has never changed. Repentance and faith conditioned on Holy Spirit conviction. My friend, man is totally depraved. God is absolutely sovereign. These two truths every sinner will learn long before he ever gets saved. The Holy Spirit must wither the flesh and the glory thereof in every human heart in bringing him to Christ. There's no shortcut to heaven. You must come by the way of the cross, and the way of the cross means death. That's right. Death to the sinner. Death to his ambition. Death to the glory of the flesh. Death to his ever plan. When the sinner under the withering power of the Holy Spirit walks out to Golgotha's hill, he walks there under the shame of the cross, takes his place with the rejected, despised Christ under the offense of the cross with the despised few. This the religious world hates and despises and will not have. Oh, my friend, listen, may there go up such a cry all over our radio audience 
is. Lord, open my blinded eyes. Open my understanding. Open my darkened heart and let me see. Let, Lord, take the trailblazer message home to my heart. The old trailblazer, as he brings these messages day by day, Lord, let them go home to my heart. Would that be your prayer, my friend? Oh, listen, 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 my friend. Let me see myself as I am and reveal me to to me, Christ of the Word. That's what the sinner's plea is, that I may know him and be ready to go with him when he comes. Oh, my friend, uh, this is the old trailblazer. I'm bringing the message to a close shortly. I wish, I wish you'd... I wish you'd think much about your soul. You, many of you young folks who hear the old trailblazer, would you think about your soul? Did you know, did you know that you're going to come to the end of the way one day? Did you know you're going to come to the end of this life? Oh, there's lots of pleasure in sin. I don't deny it. There's pleasure in sin, but there's a payday out there, my friend. Would you think about your soul this morning? Would you think about the soul as the old trailblazer, as, as the old trailblazer prays for you day by day? I pray for you. I see many of your faces. Many of you at our mission places, our tape families who receive these tapes in the mail, I see your faces there. Oh, just a blank stare, no reality there. But did you know Christ died for sinners? Could I just tell you, whisper in your ear this morning, you see yourself as a sinner? Has the Holy Spirit done a work in your heart? Have you ever become a lost sinner? Let me ask you that. Friend, have you ever become a lost sinner? Pastor? Preacher? Bible 2 teacher? Uh, superintendent of education there in our great old Protestant denomination, those uh, those who sit in that chair of learning, you have all those PhDs and DDs and LTDs behind your name. Have you ever been lost? Or have you just educated yourself? I asked our folks here the other day, are we just uh, training ourselves to to uh, to go along with the what the with the, what the Bible teaches and never be saved? Are we just uh, uh, pattering in ourselves after God's people and yet not know the Lord Himself? Oh, my friend, salvation is a reality to the heart of every child of God. He knows whom he believes. He knows when he believed. And listen, he knows that he's a sinner saved by grace. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, bringing the message to a close. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Hear us again uh, next time we're here, Monday through Friday. Same time, same station. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.